Numbers 31 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Avenge the children of Israel of the Midianites. Afterward thou shalt be gathered unto thy people. Verse 3 And Moses spake unto the people, saying, Arm some of yourselves unto the war, and let them go against the Midianites, and avenge the Lord of Midian. Of every tribe a thousand throughout all the tribes of Israel shall ye send to the war. There were twelve tribes of Israel, thirteen if you count the half-tribe. The Levites did not do the fighting. So there were delivered out of the thousands of Israel a thousand of every tribe, twelve thousand armed for war. And Moses sent them to the war. Now you have to remember that there are the twelve tribes of Israel, but Joseph had two sons, and they were counted as a half-tribe. Verse 6, And Moses sent them to the war, a thousand of every tribe, them and Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, to the war. At one point, Phinehas, in Numbers, saw a child of Israel bring a Midianite woman into his tent. And Phinehas jumped up, took a javelin, and threw the javelin through this Israelite who'd brought in the strange woman and through the stomach of the woman. And God put Phinehas in charge because he would do judgment. And God is appeased by judgment. Verse 6, And Moses sent them to the war, and a thousand of every tribe, them and Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, to the war. Now, he didn't fight, but he would do judgment. And Moses knew he would do judgment because he had seen this example and he had heard from God about Phinehas. Send them with the holy instruments and the trumpets to blow in his hand. The trumpets were given to the tribe of Levi, who were the ministers, because trumpets get attention. And when you blew a trumpet, you would get the attention of the congregation. Verse 7, And they warred against the Midianites as the Lord commanded Moses, and they slew all the males. And they slew the kings of Midian, beside the rest of them that were slain. Do you remember Balaam? He was the son of a soothsayer, and the king called Balaam to curse the children of Israel. And at one point, God said, Who are these men with you? In other words, what are you doing with these 
enemies of God. Well, Balaam, even after that experience, continued with the enemies of God. If he's with the enemies of God, who Moses is being sent in to slay, there's a very good chance Balaam will be slain with the enemies of God just by the fact that he's with them. Why do you want to be with darkness? Why do you want to be with unbelievers? Why do you want to have the praise of the unbelievers? You're putting yourself in a dangerous position. You should see that by this example. Well, when they went in to kill the kings of the Midianites, Balaam, also the son of Beor, they slew with the sword. Balaam met his death with the Midianites. That's in verse 8. And the children of Israel took all the women of Midian captives and their little ones and took the spoil of all their cattle and their flocks and their goods. And they burnt all their cities wherein they dwelt and all their goodly castles with fire. Verse 11, And they took all the spoil and all the prey, both of men and beasts. And they brought the captives and the prey and the spoil unto Moses and Eleazar the priest and the congregation of the children of Israel unto the camp at the plains of Moab, which are by Jordan near Jericho. They're getting ready to cross Jordan into the promised land. Moses will not be with them. He's going to die after this battle. But didn't God tell them to slay all the women who had known men, had sex with men? Verse 13, And Moses and Eleazar the priest and all the princes of the congregation went forth to meet them without the camp. And Moses was angry with the officers of the host, with the captains over thousands, with the captains over hundreds, which came from the battle. And Moses said unto them, Have ye saved all the women alive? See, God told them to slay those women that had known a man, had sex with a man. Behold, these caused the children of Israel through the counsel of Balaam to commit trespass against the Lord in the matter of Peor, and there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. Now therefore, Moses says, kill every male among the little ones and kill every woman that hath known man by lying with him, by having sex with him. But all the women, children that have not known a man by lying with him, keep alive for yourselves. 
those women won't forget. They won't forget that their husbands have been killed by the army of Israel. So they have to slay them. And the children, the male children, won't forget. They have to be killed. This is what God is explaining to Moses. Verse 19. And do ye abide without the camp seven days because you're unclean. You can't come into the camp. You have to stay out there seven days. Whosoever hath killed any person and whosoever hath touched any slain, purify both yourselves and your captives on the third day and on the seventh day, and purify all your raiment and all that is made of skins and all work of goat's hair and all things made of wood. And Eleazar the priest said unto the men of war, which went to battle, This is the ordinance of the law, which the Lord commanded Moses. Only the gold and the silver and the brass, the iron, the tin, and the lead, everything that may abide the fire, Ye shall make it go through the fire, and it shall be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water of separation. And all that abideth not the fire, ye shall make go through the water. And ye shall wash your clothes on the seventh day, and ye shall be clean. And afterward ye shall come into the camp. You see, the Old Testament laws were many laws. We do not go by Old Testament laws today, but we do still have access to many of the promises of God, such as Psalm 23. That belongs to us today. Isaiah 54, 17 belongs to us today. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that riseth against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And the reason the righteousness is of the Lord is you're obeying God in what you do. But the Old Testament laws were very detailed and very strict. You can read the book of Leviticus and see that if you care to do so. But this is one of the examples of the strictness of the Old Testament laws. Verse 25, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the sum of the prey that was taken, both of man and of beast, thou and Eleazar the priest, and the chief fathers of the congregation, and divide the prey into two parts, between them that took the war upon them, who went out to battle, 
and between all the congregation. So they were to divide the spoils of the battle between those who fought the battle and gave them half, and then they gave the congregation half. And levy a tribute unto the Lord of the men of war, which went out to battle. One soul of five hundred, both the persons and of the beefs, and of the asses and of the sheep. Take it of their half, and give it unto Eleazar the priest, for a heave offering unto the Lord. Now you can read about heave offerings, if you care to do so, in the book of Leviticus. We don't have that today in the New Testament church. Basically, in the New Testament church, we are an offering to God. We ourselves are offerings to God. The Apostle Paul said, Present yourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service for being saved. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind to the Word of God, the New Testament Bible. So we are an offering to God daily. As we say, what would you have me do today? That's our reasonable service in the New Testament church. Verse 30. And of the children of Israel's half, thou shalt take one portion of fifty of the persons, of the beefs, of the asses, and of the flocks, all manner of beasts, and give them unto the Levites, which keep charge of the tabernacle of the Lord. And Moses and Eleazar the priests did as the Lord commanded Moses. When I have been visiting with an unbeliever, I often pray the following over myself because I don't know what kind of uncleanness can come from an unbeliever, from his words, his doctrine. Things can be planted within me that are not good. So I often pray this, Psalm 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And instantly, sometimes I will feel God has changed something in me that was spread by the unbeliever. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.